of the Victor Equity Fund Spouting Rock Asset Management. Reese, welcome back to the show. Tell me the best way for a stock investor to get exposure to this regime shift it seems we're undergoing towards reopening. Yes, it's it's been it's been quite violent, um, and um, and you know may continue here in the very short term. Um, well, one one stock we really like is is, is IMAX here, and the, and the reason for that is unlike a lot of the epicenter stocks like uh, cruise lines and airlines, they have not had to or or even AMC theaters, uh, they have not had to issue a lot of stock and debt to stay alive in this uh, period. They've, issued nothing. Uh, and, and so they're going to get the full benefit when, when things turn back to normal. The interesting thing mm. is in China, which is the most normal economy in the world right now with the least amount of COVID, um, the, the Chinese New Year was up 25% from 2019 levels. And so that's, you know, a, a stunning uh, um, uh, statistic because, you know, 2019 was a good year. So uh, it just shows to show that people want to go back to the movie theaters. They want to uh, they, they want to gather again. And as soon as it's safe and you have good product, people will storm to the theaters. Interestingly enough, they still have restrictions on on people in China. You can only go about 50 percent uh, in, in some of the bigger markets in terms of their capacity. So I do think that's a, a really interesting play. It's still you know roughly 30, 40 percent lower than where it was um, in, in January of last year. Uh, and and many of the reopening stocks are already above January levels. Like an Expedia is is twenty dollars mm -hmm. above where it was priced last January. So it seems on a relative basis, um, IMAX looks very attractive, and there will be a great uh, reopening in the U.S. and in Europe. And Hollywood's got two years worth of movies to release in mm -hmm. fifteen months. I really so like a good period. Really like a few of those points there, Reese, especially about trying to find businesses that did not have to take on, uh, you know, and worsen their balance sheet either through debt or through stock during this period. Is that kind of a core attribute that you're looking for in addition to the fact that, uh, you know, it's still it, unlike Expedia, we were talking about yesterday after earnings, you know, the company already at the highs, you know, pre-COVID. I mean, IMAX is there too, uh, but it seems like that distinguishing factor is really how the balance sheet changed and how it didn't. Correct. Well, in, in IMAX's case, they're not bad. You know, they're, they've got another 30, 40 percent to get to back to where they were. Um, so, uh, you know, they were in the mid to high 20s uh, before all this broke. So they're now around $20. So I do think there's some a real relative catch up trade there. That makes sense to me. Um, and then also, I think the last time I was here, I mentioned uh, MasterCard and Disney uh, as being really good reopening plays, but are also doing well now because they have parts of their business that is actually uh, uh, doing excellent. Obviously, uh, Disney streaming and and MasterCard is taking share because people are, are charging more and 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 using cash less. Uh, but both of them obviously will be tremendous beneficiaries as cross-border travel is what really makes MasterCard margins and 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 Disney as you know half of their businesses shut mm -hmm. down. Uh, more than half with the theme parks are either at very reduced levels, theme parks, uh, movies in the movie theater and, and cruise lines. So uh, those stocks have worked really well, but I still think that they can continue to work higher. But in terms of, you know, what hasn't worked as well and has, you know, more recovery, obviously a little more speculative, uh, we do like IMAX as well.
So just to, to come back to some of these reopening themes, and uh, Reese, in your notes, you point out that stocks like Ruth's Chris, some of the moves around some of the hotels might be more uh, kind of premature in terms of getting ahead of the reality. And just describe to me again why you think, because the, the charts do look pretty similar. I mean, uh, you know, Ruth's been moving really quick over the last couple of weeks, but how do you make the distinction between a movie theater and how close it is back to normal and a hotel or a restaurant chain? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, that's, you know, I, I mean, I think that there's nothing that can really go wrong, quote unquote, as long as the with the movie theater experience, as long as people feel safe to go. Mm -hmm. um, there's a great backlog of movies to come. I can you can see that that's that that should work. I think a bigger problem for some a company like Ruth's Chris, and I'm not picking on them per se, but uh, business travel is really important for, um, mm. for, for, for Ruth's Chris. And even in a reopening economy, how much uh, business travel uh, comes back, will, will it ever go back to that fourth quarter of 2019 levels? I, I'm not positive. I'm not. Uh, I, I think there is some permanent change to more Zoom, even in a uh, economy where even in a world where we don't have to think about COVID, so so I do think uh, I do think that about 30% of their business is business travel and business lunches and business dinners. That's also very profitable travel because uh, a customer because they're ordering that you know expensive bottle of wine, maybe the second bottle of wine. So so I do think that there's some longer term issues with uh, both um, with, with business travel, which will negatively affect hotels and, and high-end steakhouses, even in a, a reopening world. Really like that uh, distinction that I think is gonna be important because we're starting to see a little bit of uh, the movement in some of these stocks that I think now need some justification and just in terms of seeing the reality of this new normal kind of play out. It seems like that business travel element is a big one. And as you like MasterCard, it sounds like you might be more hesitant to jump into a company like American Express. I mean, uh, on the spending side, it looks like you want to go, once again, much more strictly consumer focused as opposed to enterprise spending or business spending. I think that's the safest way to go. Right now, it doesn't matter. Everybody can dream the dream of how great it might be, and so everything's going up. Um, so, uh, so there's not much discernment. But I do think at some point in the near future, the market will start thinking about that. So who really can execute in uh, not only the second half of this year, but also, more importantly, even on 2022, what does that look like? And those companies that can execute in 2022, I think will get a, more of a premium than people that just have a second derivative uh, uh, growth in, in the second half of this year.